What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 193. We're here on Thursday, June 25th. And uh, let's talk about the big news of yesterday, which was the case against General Michael Flynn has officially been dismissed. Yes! Which finally we have some justice there. Yes! And uh, it was a two-to-one ruling, and President Trump tweeted, quote, Great, appeals court upholds Justice Department's request to drop criminal case against General Michael Flynn. Remember, uh, nearly two months ago, the Department of Justice announced it would no longer pursue the case, they had to go through a bunch of legal hoops to get that done, but the uh, Circuit Court of Appeals for District of Columbia ruled in favor of the writ of mandamus, so the case has now been dismissed. But apparently they're still trying to pull some legal bullshit there with this left-wing yeah. lawyer who was yeah. brought in to make a case for Judge Sullivan yeah. or whatever. Because Sullivan had to basically personally defend his decision to keep this case going Mm -hmm. so and couldn't couldn't defend it couldn't defend it and now in other developments on the flynn case we find out that in peter stroke's notes uh obama gave direct marching orders on this in that january 4th 2017 meeting and also in the notes, very interestingly, Joe Biden suggests that they use the Logan Act. Yeah. Where Joe Biden just a month ago said he didn't know anything about yeah. the Flynn I case. I was not involved. Yeah? Yeah. And Obama, now remember, the Susan Rice email, the yeah. cover email, which yeah. said, you know, we go to follow the book on this. Yeah. What Obama actually said was, quote, have the right, right people, people on. Yeah. That's very different than... Very different. Very different than by the book. Because to find right people. Yeah. If right people to him could be the left-wing yeah. deep state to, to follow through yeah. with this elaborate And again, scheme. this is not like tinfoil... Like, we knew that that Susan Rice email was, like, basically the kill, the kill order for Flynn. Yeah. But we couldn't really say that, but now that more has been fleshed out with, with Strzok's notes being revealed... Yeah, that's and we, it. it's obvious that this that, that was the targeting. And we also know from the notes that Comey said that the Flynn and Kislyak calls appear legit. Yeah. So they knew from the start yeah. that this was totally normal procedure for yes. an incoming presidential administration as part yeah. of the transition. I mean, Flynn was going to be yeah. the national security advisor. Yeah. And like, in, fact, in fact, I mean, it, and when you read the transcripts of the calls now, which have been finally been released— it's basically, obvious. basically everything that we've been told that what was said about the calls by these, you know, anti-Trumpers was the exact opposite of what was discussed. Mm-hmm. So it was, yep. it was, it's run-of-the-mill discussions, very boring actually, between an incoming administration just make, doing the the usual diplomatic rounds. Mm-hmm. And nothing and unusual. just a month ago, let's remember Biden was saying, you know, he had nothing to do with it and didn't remember anything. Yeah. So he's either lying. Or clearly losing his memory. Lion Biden. Which I think it might be both, honestly. Well, uh, but yeah. let's listen. Let's listen to that clip. What did you know about those moves to investigate uh, Michael Flynn? And was there anything improper done? I know nothing about those moves to investigate Michael Flynn. Lion Biden. Lion Biden. Hiding Lion Biden. But you know, we may never be able to find you know to know the real, the whole truth because you know he's dead. He's dead. He's yeah. dead. <laughs> he's dead, folks. <laughs> <laughs> a, a couple of my family members totally agree with you on that. Oh, thank you. It's true. I am not. Uh, it's he is absolutely dead. It could be. You know, he got the masks. Get the, the masks. The virtual convention. Hiding, virtu- exactly. He's giving his acceptance speech. You know, with no delegates around, so people can't be like, "Oh, wait a minute, that 
that scar on his face, that, that was never there before. You know, but interestingly enough, they <laughs> agreed like to the debates in the fall. I thought for sure that they were going to try to weasel yeah. out of that. Well, but they yeah. still could. Yeah, they, they still, still could. could. Well, I, whatever machine they have in the basement of the DNC that's cooking up the pod people for the Biden doubles, <laughs> they have three going right now. So by the time the first debate rolls in, they'll have, you know, that the first one will melt away and then the second well, one you know, takes place. It's been 82 days since Joe Biden held a press conference. Yeah. Um, so let's see how many days he can go. Remember Hillary Clinton went, what, 90 days at one point without holding a press conference when yeah. she was running for president? Yeah. You know, you don't want to answer the press. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Because they always talk about President Trump, but he is by far the most accessible president that I think we've ever had. Yeah. So that's going to become another story. And this clearly has helped Biden for for just hiding in the basement because his poll numbers are better. Mm. But I think eventually he's going to be forced into doing stuff again. Yeah. Or not, maybe. He maybe he'll to. try not to. But if he does, it's going to become very clear to people that this guy is dealing with rapidly developing dementia. Yeah. I mean, it's just obvious at this point. Yeah. And it just takes one debate for someone to get blown right. out of the you know for right. for poll for polling. I mean, to can class. you imagine the debate between him and Trump? Oh, like bad. just one of them. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, Trump's gonna be like, all right, all right, Joe, get yeah. it out, get it yeah. out, spit it out. Yep. <laughs> get it out. I yeah. mean, if you look at transcripts of what Joe Biden says, yeah, it's just incoherent, yeah. rambling nonsense. The uh, creator of Dilbert, the the cartoon Dilbert. I don't know if some people. Know, I mean, basically, it's on like the you know your your calendar. But he was like, I've read the transcript and I can't. I can't like decipher it it's just so rambling stupid, yeah and uh our good friend uh steve green vodka pundit over yeah. at pj does every time joe biden makes comments he essentially goes through and types out the transcript exactly to what he says yeah and it's just co incoherent nonsense that's bad i mean this is the guy that they want to be president yeah are you kidding me i mean say you know the independents are are not gonna they may not like Trump. They may not like what you know the way he acts, but they wouldn't be dumb enough to put a man who clearly has dementia into office over President Trump. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm betting on, and I I still think, you know, everyone says, oh, it's going to be a Joe Biden landslide. Where have we heard that before? Yeah, exactly. It's right? also June, folks. It's I know. June. Well, think you know, think of we have yeah. now about four months to the election, four months plus a week. Yeah. Think where we were four months ago now, right? Yeah. This was, you know, February twenty fifth yeah. or so before the coronavirus even had massively spread in the United States, mm -hmm. before the race riots and all of this. So, thing it's gonna be it's gonna be a turbulent summer. Yes. We also have the Durham investigation still cranking along, mm -hmm. and. Uh, just the other day, President Trump said, "You know, Barack Obama may have committed treason." Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think there's something there. Yeah. So we're gonna find out. And last week we had, uh, or in the past week, including today, we've had one terrible Supreme Court ruling and one good Supreme Court ruling. So let's yeah. talk about the terrible one first. Obviously, we're referring to the ruling on DACA. John Roberts again has put a knife into our back. No shock there, because he is clearly the biggest stain on the George W. Bush presidency yeah. at this point. Yeah. He clearly does not oh. have any intention of acting as a conservative justice. Maybe Harriet Myers was better. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows, honestly. I wish Alito was the yeah. chief justice. That'd yeah. be good. Although, conservatives didn't like Harriet Myers anyway. Yeah, And then they, we, we settled with, um, what's her name? 
Uh, his name. Oh yeah, we settled with Roberts in, in the end, mm-hmm. which turned out to be a massive mistake, I guess. But. And uh, but there is one These thing that in Justice Thomas's uh, DACA dissent, he very clearly says that it was illegal from the beginning, yeah. illegitimate from the beginning, yeah. and. Everyone seems to know that, but the issue that was ruled upon is that, oh, President Trump's administration didn't file, like, one piece of paperwork, so therefore it makes it illegal. Procedure, okay. So it was total procedure. Okay. So basically, if they just go by the book, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're going to make a run at it again. Okay, yeah. then, 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 then we can rescind it. Okay. Yeah, so. yeah. And the other SCOTUS opinion that came today, one week from the DACA ruling, says that uh, expedited denial of asylum claims is not unconstitutional. So that's a very big win for us. And obviously, earlier this week, President Trump also signed an executive order uh, severely limiting the number of foreign workers being brought in on visas, which is just common sense. Like, the amount of people opposing this, I don't get it. We have... Tens of millions of Americans out of jobs right now. Yeah. But they want to bring in foreigners to yeah. take those any jobs that are open. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. America first. That's uh, that's what the guiding principle of the Trump administration is, mm-hmm. and that's what he's going to do. America first. <laughs> America first. <laughs> and we still have obviously the coronavirus going on in the background, yeah, and yeah. the media is working in overdrive to Panic try to porn. make the uh, you know the second spike, a big thing, a few things on that. So in spiking areas, the in general, yeah. the hospitals are not getting crushed yet. Yeah. So also the infection rate as far as positivity rates on tests it's is, is slightly elevated from where it was, yeah. but they're doing massive numbers more of testing per day. Yeah. So you're going to find more cases. That's just how that works. Yep. And, you know, it's a yeah. lagging indicator. But at the same time, they're trying to drive this narrative. But, oh, the protests could not have been responsible no, for no. this whatsoever. No, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely. Also, listen, new cases doesn't mean new deaths. Yeah. And they're conflating the two. And it's really annoying. How many people have died? Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people have died. And to be honest with you, we were at was it from April in the new cases? The yeah. death numbers are relatively low. low for now. Okay, relatively yeah. low. So wh- who cares? Also, from April, ninety percent drop in COVID deaths mm-hmm. in the United States. So you know what? Don't give in to the panic porn. Well, you also have this while they're simultaneously trying to completely discount the factor yeah. that if you remove the deaths. That occurred in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut nursing homes. Oh, God. The mortality rate is significantly lower. Yeah. And they also refuse to criticize any of those politicians up oh, north yeah. that made terrible, terrible decisions that directly led to tens of thousands of deaths of people in nursing homes. Looking at you, Andrew Cuomo. Cuomo and Governor Murphy. Yeah. Both of them made yeah. terrible decisions having to do with the protection of nursing homes. Yeah. And... That's no problem, right? Oh, yeah. You know, oh, Andrew Cuomo goes on his brother's yep. show on CNN, yep. and he, you know, he says, oh, you're the best politician in the country. Yeah. I, I think that there are tens of thousands of families of people that have been lost to this because of their incompetence and terrible decisions that would disagree yeah. with that. And I think, didn't he go on CBS News and had like a 10-minute interview and not one person asked him about the nursing home policy? Yeah. Or was that CNN again? It mm-hmm. might have been CNN again. I don't know. He went on some – they never asked him. 
Um, no, they never ask yeah. him. Anytime he's on TV yeah. and he goes on TV a lot, they never ask yeah. him. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, no, it's it's ridiculous. And Phil, listen, I, it's like, and I'm also getting tired of this whole like, you know, this whole no shit, you know, medical news, you know, that's been dropping. Like, you know, you can get COVID at during an like, you know, flying commercial or something. Mm-hmm. You could have gotten a shit ton of stuff flying commercial. Previously, you could yeah. always get some bad things. Flying commercial. You can always get horrible things going to bars or clubs or whatever. Yep. This is not new because the coronavirus is here. We've always had pathogens. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're trying to, like, you know, gin it up is just ridiculous. So don't give in to the panic porn. Be free. Wear your mask if you need to because I know some places you can't go into it without a mask on. Yeah. But, I mean the whole but, mask thing is – I mean that, I mean, I mean, that from the – I think from the start – in terms of the experts' credibility blowing up, that was, I think, the point source there. Because remember, we were told to wear a mask and don't wear a mask, then roll up a t-shirt and shove it in your face, and you know. Well, they change their mind and every they six hours. Again. Yeah, they change it again. They change yeah. their mind every six hours. You know, first it was, oh, yeah. it's airborne. Then it's not airborne. Yeah. Now it's airborne. Then yeah. it's, oh, you can get it from surfaces. Oh, never mind. You can't get it from surfaces. surfaces. Now you can get it from surfaces. I. Yeah. You you should wear a mask. You shouldn't yeah. wear a mask. You should wear a mask. I mean. Make up your mind. Yeah. When you like, don't know They anything. talk about people not following, like, the prevention yeah. policies. That's because they've, like, misled yeah. the public exactly. on what to do. When you don't know anything, you can't keep us inside. And guess what? We're not going to go back inside. Yeah. We can't go back inside anymore. We're done with this. No, it's done. We're done. It's done. And uh, honestly, if they can flip on a dime regarding the protesters, then maybe this was never a big deal to begin with. Well, yeah, the protests are not a problem, right? but Trump holding a rally yeah. is. That's the hypocrisy exactly. there. So, I mean, is it a big deal or is it not a big deal? Because this 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 pendulum swinging, I'm starting to get, you know, I'm starting to throw up everywhere from the the nausea. Right. If people can be out in the streets protesting shoulder to yeah. shoulder, there's no reason that people couldn't yeah. go about their normal lives. Yeah. That's just a fact. Exactly. And the LA, you know, county public health t- uh, director said that, you know, the spikes in COVID in LA county, which is enormous by the way, is possibly due to the protests, but CNN says otherwise. What? Someone's yeah, lying. In other news, CNN yeah, said Santa Claus is real. Exactly. So. so, and also, are, are these the same people who say that the that the uh, the protests have no link to the, the spikes? Are these the same people that said that we should go out there because of moral urgency? Yes. They're calling the yeah. same clowns. Okay, so don't don't listen to the experts anymore. They're done. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's. I'm sorry. That's the thing done. is, people in this country, you know, the supposed experts, yeah. have completely abandoned. Their expertise for political opining. Yeah. And they say, oh, well, you could go out for protests, but you can't go to church. Yeah, I can't go to church. You know? And is, racism is somehow as deadly as, you know, the, the, the coronavirus. Or oh, yeah. I'm like, driving, get out of here. Driving Stop up it. 95, I saw a, a billboard that said racism is a public health issue. I'm like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, God. Like, that's the, con- that's the yeah. convoluted messaging that yeah. leads to people taking this stuff with a grain of salt. Yeah. And then they try to say, oh, well, we're not responsible for it. Well, you are. Yeah. Because that's the messaging that you're putting out there that it's okay to go right and protest, but it's not, not okay, okay to go to church. Or not okay to reopen your business to feed your families. Right. Not okay to go to the park. Not okay to go picnicking with your family or, right. or, 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 or to the beach. I mean, it's, it's – well, It's like they don't get to decide, decide no. anymore what's essential. No. That's, that's, that's done. Thing. Yep. That's, I agree with you. That's finished. Yep. And Everything is essential now. In other coronavirus news, some good news. Yeah. We are moving forward with all of these trials for vaccines. And there is a strong hope now that we could have a vaccine 
by the fall and get it mass distributed by around the holidays, which would be very good. How hard? I mean, I've heard mixed things about the trials. Uh, well, let's let's take a listen yeah. to you know. Obviously, some people don't like Dr. Fauci. Yeah. he's the one in charge okay. of this. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. take a listen to what he has to say. Yeah, you've probably heard that one of those vaccines, and there are more than one. There are several that are moving along at various paces. One of them will enter phase three study in July. This is one that has already shown in preliminary studies some very favorable response in the animal models that were developed. There will be others that will follow one month, two months, three months later. Although you can never guarantee at all the safety and efficacy of a vaccine until you actually test it in the field, we feel cautiously optimistic based on the concerted effort and the fact that we are taking financial risks not risks to safety, not risks to the integrity of the science, but financial risks to be able to be ahead of the game so that when, and I believe it will be when and not if, we get favorable candidates with good results, we will be able to make them available to the American public, as I said to this committee months ago, within a year from when we started, which would put us at the end of this calendar year and the beginning of 2021. So he believes it will be a yeah. when and not if in yeah. regards to a vaccine. That's good. Uh, but, and he's yeah. optimistic about current trials. Yeah. So. And, and I'm not, sorry, I'm not trying to say that what they have synthesized in the labs isn't working or not, is not going to be infect, uh, effective. I'm mostly concerned about the fact that they can't, there's not enough people to test it. Because yeah. the, the number of infected people is drying up. COVID is almost, uh, is drying up in the UK. You have some Italian specialists who recently said that this thing could die out before a vaccine is even developed. It could, I don't know if yeah. you saw that. He said he spoke to the Telegraph. I'm not about so that. confident about that because yeah. I think that the, what you're seeing now is like in New York, for example, it spreads so wide and so fast that they've yeah. developed somewhat of a herd immunity there, right? Okay. Okay. Now, in other places where it wasn't as prevalent to begin with, like yeah. Texas and Florida and even yeah. California, yeah. you're seeing the spikes now mm -hmm. because what they initially did was effective, but Places need to reopen. Yes. You can't stay locked down forever. It's yes. just a fact. You can't also, do that. Yeah. Also, another thing, folks. Look at the, look at what the media says with, regarding the number of cases and go back a couple weeks or like a month or two. Mm -hmm. Because, for example, if you, if County X in, the, in you know, middle America, USA had eight coronavirus cases, very small, and then it jumped to 16, mm -hmm. that's a 100% that, that's increase. So yeah, <laughs> they're gonna yeah. they're gonna really gin up the percentages or and 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 not tell you the cases or they're gonna tell you the cases and not the percentage. You know, well that's the other thing is it's, there's it's a way to gin up the panic. There's so much data. Yeah, they cherry pick the data to make it all look bad. Yeah, whereas there's mixed indicators on all sides. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. You have a lower mortality mm -hmm. rate and a relatively stable infection rate in many places. Some are increasing. Yeah, but. They only cherry pick the, you know, total cases number, yeah, yeah. which is obviously going to spike as we continue to expand our state-of-the-art world-leading testing in this, yeah. right? Oh, Remember yeah. that was the big thing? Yeah. Oh, we don't have enough tests. We don't have enough yeah. tests. Now we have too many tests. Yeah. Right? There's surplus tests, and there's not enough people getting tested according I told, to that. slow down on the testing. <laughs> right. And well, and then you have that whole controversy, oh right? God. Which is clearly I a know, joke. I know. They can't. It's I clearly know. a joke. And and then they, they have to go to all these health officials who say, no, there's no, in no way, if Fauci yeah. said, in no yeah. way did the president ever direct us to test less. Yeah, he was clearly making a joke. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And you have all that in the background of this 
lawlessness occurring in in democrat run cities across oh, this my country God. and the left has declared war on us yeah it's time that we start acting accordingly yeah right Fix i bandits. see a lot of people who are either afraid to oppose this movement because they've had their livelihoods threatened mm-hmm. their jobs threatened mm-hmm. they don't want to be canceled yeah but it's time to fight back, yeah. and we have to fight back. Otherwise, we yeah. will get rolled in the culture war yeah. in the way that the South got rolled in the Civil War. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, as, as Colonel Schlichter said, the left wants you dead or enslaved. Yeah. They don't want conservatism to exist. They don't believe that your views have any yeah. place in American society. Agreed. Look at what they're trying – they're trying to get rid of the national anthem. Yeah. Did you see that no, one? I saw that, yeah. How about fuck no? Yeah. Also – this was never about Confederate statues. I saw some, no, I know. some conservatives were like, stop defending the Confederate statues. This is, I will defend all the statues because this is what – it will never stop with them. They're taking down Grant. They're taking down Jefferson. They're taking down Lincoln. In and fact, Washington. In fact, <laughs> in fact, today in a couple hours, that the Lincoln statue in D.C., they have declared that they're going to try to tear down at 7 p.m. Well, not so, on our watch. Yeah, not, One, yeah, not they're happen. sending in US the Marshals, guard, right? the marshals, yeah, the marshals, and there's also a group of great patriots that are assembling – so we could yeah. tonight have some fireworks you in the could. capital. And in Philadelphia, the greatest Italian to ever step on a boat, Christopher Columbus, has been removed. Well, I they believe. didn't remove him they, yet. They, well, they, 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 they boxed, they boxed him, him up, up to prevent vandalism. Which is ridiculous. It should never. Yeah, happen. they boxed him up to prevent vandalism. But yeah. in July, they're going to vote to remove him. Oh so, my God! Yeah. yeah, but you know what? Okay, Chris Cuomo may be the Grim Reaper, but mm-hmm. on Christopher Columbus, we could. He actually is right on that. He's not taking that fucking thing down. Yep. And even Bill de Blasio, who's a communist, is not going to take down Columbus or rename Columbus Square in New York City. But this has all been – they're using Confederate statues as a PR move to wipe out everything else. Look at what's happening. Down ticket, downstream. We have Aunt Jemima rebranding. Mm-hmm. Uncle Ben's is rebranding. Fruit snacks are rebranding mm-hmm. or doing throwing up preventative measures. It's absolutely insane. What's next? Oh, I know. Oh, the Dixie Chicks actually changed well, the, the name. Well, the fuck Chicks. the Dixie Chicks I know, because them, they're anti-American yeah, anyway. But, but the, you have a lot going on here, and yeah. you have – so like you said, National yeah. Guard troops are going back. That was Interior Secretary David Bernhardt that made that request. Good. So they're going back there now. We yeah. talked about the, the emancipation – square. Yeah, we, we yeah. talked about the emancipation statue. Yep. One thing that's not being talked about here is that the funds for that memorial – came from freed slaves who donated. Oh, my God. And was dedicated by Frederick Douglass, right? So Frederick Douglass is now canceled, and these freed slaves are now apparently, horrible racists. Because apparently. That's, yeah, this is what we're dealing with, folks. People who have zero grasp of history, which is the left. Mm-hmm. At, at George Washington University here in D.C., yeah. the George Washington bust, the statue, was uh, vandalized. Yeah. Knocked off its pedestal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the university covered it up. Yeah, they didn't they say didn't anything. Want, yeah, yeah. yeah, and for this, have you seen that? I mean, I, I've walked. Past. That is a huge bust of Washington. Yep. it's not like the size of a basketball, folks. It's actually pretty big. Now I mean, it takes time to, to to knock that off. Now they're talking about oh, Mount Rushmore is racist oh because God. it was on stolen Indian land, and they say that Mount Rushmore should be destroyed and returned to the Indians. And uh, let me tell you something. South Dakota's governor, one of the only people to stand up against this and have yeah. a spine, yeah. Christy Nome, yeah. uh, heard rumors about that, and she tweeted, "quote Not on my watch." Good. So it's good. It's time to fight back. It is. You gotta fight fire with fire, right? Yeah. I always hear these people like, "Oh, well, we shouldn't stoop to their level." No. No. It's time to yeah. fight back. This is this is a fist fight. Yep. This is a street fight. 
Yeah, for the and, culture and 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 for the soul of America. And uh, either today, more likely though tomorrow, President Trump is about to sign an executive order to protect our statues and memorials from the mob. Good. Uh, he also has authorized the federal government to arrest and prosecute uh, under the Veterans Memorial Preservation Act for up to ten years in prison. Wow. Uh, there will be no exceptions, he said. We need law and order, and he also is supposedly going to be deploying U.S. marshals to protect statues good, good, and good, memorial good. sites across the country. It's about time. I know he's been tweeting. This is one thing I've been a little frustrated with the president about. He's been tweeting a lot about law and order, and he is the law and order president, right? Mm-hmm. But he's been a little slow. In, I mean, a lot of things have I mean the cities have, have gone out of control. The, fr- the fucking Seattle being seized by the far left. Right. Well, the you problem know is the like, problem you, is, is you, that you, you got to put this mob down. You just can't let them fester like a scab. The problem is the only recourse for that is basically massively deploying the guard. I mean, I'm and okay. I'm not I'm not sure though that that optics yeah. wise is best for us. Yeah, I guess. Um, it Hand protection, but protection of these sites is a local policing issue. Yeah. The problem is. These police departments are scared to do anything because they have no support from the liberal politicians that run their their counties, their their yeah. cities, and the like. You see in Seattle now, they're having to backtrack because yeah. the mayor now says, "Well, we're going to come in and break up the zone because there's been murders, yeah. and the police and medics are preventing from prevented from entering." Yeah. They also now have a lawsuit on their hands where the business owners inside of the district are suing in a class action lawsuit against the city because the city allowed this to happen. They're basically cut off from the world, they say. They have no police support. They have no fire support. And people from outside the zone can't get in for commerce. I mean, that's, I think, the strongest case is you have a commerce violation there. Remember, this this was, but but Storm, this was supposed to be a love fest. Oh, total love fest. The summer of love inside the chop. Summer of love. But, Total love but fest. But it's it, – it, I mean it's – and then if that's the case, then the people have to go like, – like the ones who are volunteering to protect the emancipation statute. They have to step in. Well, let's talk about the love fest because we're experiencing a nationwide love fest of crime. Ugh. And Ugh. murders are up in Democrat-run major cities by 100 to 200 percent. Burglaries are up 100 percent. Robberies, muggings, assaults. All of it. Crime is spiking in these cities because the police departments are either being decapitated by their liberal overlords mm-hmm. or they're afraid to do something because they won't have the backing of the government. Yeah. They're going to be arrested immediately. Look at New York. Yeah. Just this weekend, an officer had to use a chokehold because the, the uh, perpetrator was not cooperating and not being restrained and was yeah. trying, you know, trying to either assault the officers or this uh, now being prosecuted yeah, it's immediately. Yeah, it took three or four officers to get that guy yeah. under control, by yeah. the way, folks. I've seen the video. It's at, it's at, it's mayhem. I mean, have you ever seen a meth head in full force? Oh. They could take anything. They yeah. could take tasers. Yeah. You know, it's 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 just totally ridiculous. Yeah. And it kills their nerve, uh, their, the ner- like the nerve yeah. endings, doesn't it? So yeah. like, they don't feel pain. And meanwhile, uh, as Republicans are attempting to get some form of police reform done up on the Hill... The hypocrisy of the Democrats is out in full force again, and a few things here. Speaker Pelosi said that uh, Republicans were trying to get away with the murder of George Floyd. Oh, God. So that was a good one. She's refusing to apologize and even was asked by a liberal news host if she would apologize. Let's listen to this clip. 
When you were speaking yesterday, you said that Republicans are, quote, trying to get away with murder, actually, the murder of George Floyd. Senate Republicans are demanding an apology for that statement. Will you apologize? Absolutely, positively not. Uh, the fact is, people say, I think you, frankly, in the press have given them far too much credit for a bill that does nothing. They're saying, well, you have your bill, they have theirs. Yeah, our bill does something, theirs does nothing. Is Tim Scott working in good faith, respect. I guess? I'm sorry? Well, we would hope Is Tim Scott all working right. in good faith? Is this a good starting point? I'm talking about Mitch McConnell. I'm talking about Mitch McConnell. Mitch she's just a bad she's person. A she's she's just evil. She is evil, right? And she'll say that and then and then she'll wonder why Republicans don't want to work with them. Yeah. Because they constantly yeah. demonize conservatives in this country yeah. as being, you know, terrible, awful people, the devils, the yeah. white devils, right? Yeah. And then, you know, then they're like, oh, well, we want, you know, to bring our bill up. Well, well fuck your bill. Right. Like, right. fuck your bill. Policy. Senate Democrats blocked the police reform bill that was written by Tim Scott. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, the left refuses to even acknowledge that he exists. Yeah. In what Chuck Schumer said. Totally yeah. disgusting. Yeah. And then you have Dick Durbin calling him the token. Yeah. I remember that. What? Yeah. Like, what is going on yeah, here? Well, Dick Durbin's also another piece of shit. In fact, you know, a lot, all the people you just mentioned, if they were to die tomorrow, I wouldn't shed a tear. Yeah. So, and, I mean, honestly, they just, they just, they're just pieces of shit. And Tim Scott offered the Democrats the chance to offer at least 20 amendments. They walked out. Yeah. They wouldn't even have mm-hmm. a debate on the floor about this bill. You don't have to pass the bill. Have a debate. Vote on amendments. Debate on those amendments, right? That's how our government is supposed to work here. Yeah. And but, Demo- but they see the end result of this, of this push, yeah. though. Because when you want to talk police reform, you're going to have to talk about the police unions, mm-hmm. public sector unions. And that's a major power base for, that, for the Democrats. And they're gonna, it's going to leach into, you know, what other unions are protecting bad, you know, rank-and-file members. Well, that would be teachers' unions. So mm-hmm. they know that they have to, you know— Pinch this, you know, <laughs> pinch it off here, and uh, it well, looks the, terrible. I mean, it looks absolutely awful. I mean, of course, there needs to be some police reforms. As but. Senator Tim Scott says, the Democrats yeah. only care about politics here because, yeah. and they certainly don't care about Black Lives oh, because, no. look at all right. So they mm-hmm. say a big piece of this is banning chokeholds, right? Yeah. There was nothing that was stopping these local police departments in Democrat-run cities for decades. Oh, yeah. To ban this locally. Yeah. But they didn't. No. I wonder why. Meh. Right? And Tim Scott gave a fiery speech on the yeah. Senate floor about this. The Democrats are just full of hypocritical actions. Yeah. And they're all they care people. about is the politics. Yeah, they're not good people. All of them. Yep. They're just terrible, disgusting people. Yep. And, and Tim Scott this morning on Fox and Friends said that the Democrats are just playing pure politics and there will be blood on the Democrats' hands. So – now the the rhetoric is cranking up and it should it yeah. should be cranking up yeah. because you had a you know I I don't really care that much about this issue to be honest with you <laughs> and the police reform bill that Senator Scott put forward in general was a good bill it doesn't take away qualified immunity which is one of my strongest sticking points on all of this yeah. because you can or you already have police officer liability through the roof now you're saying, oh, they should their family should lose their home yeah. if some incident happens. Yeah. These people have no idea what it's like to be a cop. Yeah. 
no idea. Yeah. The split second decisions that you're making out there on the street, you one you go to a job every day that you could die, yes. right? Then you pile on top the fact that one half of the country hates you mm-hmm. and wants you dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it just so happens that that half of the country are also the ones committing crimes most of the yeah, time. Yeah, that's funny. Right. That's Interesting funny. how know, that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What What do these What incentive do these cops have to go out there to protect and serve? Yeah. I mean, look at what's happening, you know, in Atlanta, for example. It's just, it's totally demoralizing for them. You know, they're doing a job that's by far one of the most dangerous jobs in the country. And don't even get a simple thank you for keeping communities safe. And and it has gone beyond enforcing the law. Yeah. Our our police officers now do too much and for, uh, regarding things that they're not really properly trained for. You know, handling mental health issues. I mean, how? I mean, well, the thing is, de-escalating a situation where someone who is a paranoid schizophrenic with a knife, like, th- like there are, right. way, you know, they they don't know. Well, the web um, says send a social worker to those oh, situations. Yeah, social, yeah, okay. Those situations like that and yeah. domestic violence yeah, and drug situations yeah. can easily turn into a violent encounter that requires yes. an armed cop within a split second. Oh, domestic violence. And they violence. don't think of that. Domestic violence, especially, goes off the hinges. Yeah, they I mean, just don't I mean, think how, of that. I mean, how many cops have been shot during DV calls? Mm-hmm. Many. Yeah, and, I mean, the, the, I know, I know that's, I know there's some on the right that that are, that are sticking to that qualified ending qualified immunity. I, I'm, I'm with you. And no. ending it is a bad, bad. You know, idea. you could, you could maybe bad look idea. at reforming it, but yeah. you can't have cops' families being civilly liable for yeah. things that happen. Yeah, the family didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, you. So now you want to send this cop to jail for doing their job most yeah. times, right? Yeah. And yeah. then you want to take the family's home and money away. Yeah. So what, the kids and wife can be poor and suffer? Yeah, no, I mean, that just makes no it sense. Makes, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's totally absurd. And and there's a reason why that was put in place at, from, from, from right. the beginning yeah. with, with a job in which you have to carry out a gun and risk your life to enforce the law against unruly people. So <laughs> I mean, there are, there are dregs of society out there, yeah. and people refuse to admit that. Yeah. But, you know, it's really interesting to see all of these ri- rich, liberal, white women out there yeah, protesting— no where the police are what keeps them and their families and their communities safe. Anna. And that's another thing. I feel like all these marching orders regarding the statues, regarding who, you know, what needs to be rebranded, what names need to be changed, are all these fucking white people. Mm-hmm. All these overeducated white liberals from, like, the, from like the fucking cities. It's not, <laughs> you know... It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's just... <laughs> well, let's talk about talk this... About ra- uh, talk about racism. Right. Talk about being problematic. Yeah, well, let's talk about this racism hoax that we had... Uh, oh, my God. You know, from uh, Talladega with NASCAR, right? Yeah. So, uh, the story was originally that they found a noose in the garage, right? <laughs> They gave him a little mini parade, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Turns out it was all a big misunderstanding, oh, right? They're going yeah, with the yeah, misunderstanding yeah. line. You could okay. take it from there, okay. right? Yeah. So the noose, quote, air quote, yeah. was really just a rope tied to the garage door yeah. that had a loop in it so it could be easily pulled down. Yep. The alleged noose had been in that garage since the fall of last year. <gasps> So, mm. let me get this straight. And the FBI yeah. spent tons of hours. Yeah. 15 yeah, people no, 15, looked at this no, case. 15 agents, 15, right? Yeah. 
And they determined there was no hate yeah. crime. Well, not yet. Well, NASCAR said this was a heinous act. You're going to have a, you know, we're, we're going to fi- figure out who's responsible. And then the FBI got involved. And it's just like, yeah. how, okay, maybe, I mean, was it, did it did it really need to come to this? The fact that NAS, NASCAR couldn't have figured this out from from the beginning? Oh, I know. I they mean, had the picture. I mean, it's ridiculous. And the the whole, I mean, it's, it, and now you have some people like, you know, former ESPN writer Jamel Hill and even Bubba Wallace for a little bit saying that, I don't care what they say. It was still a noose. By that logic, somebody knew months in advance that NASCAR was going to ban the Confederate flag and just knew that Bubba Wallace was going to have that garage spot, which up until recently he never had, mm-hmm. and tied a noose there left for him. To, 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 I mean, it's just noose for him. It's, it's absolutely cuckoo. It's nuts. It's totally absurd. <laughs> and then, you know, that didn't stop him yeah. from going on The View and CNN – Oh, that was, to oh, with Don Lemon, of that course, was a train wreck. To accuse people who didn't totally believe this alleged racist act at face value, yeah, as quote simple minded, yeah, and well, all NASCAR is racist, apparently, right? I mean, that's what so, I've learned. So that's <laughs> you know that's where he lost me. Yeah. So you could say, okay, it's a misunderstanding, right? But then you don't go onto TV, yeah, and say that half the country are just simple-minded. Yeah. You don't do that. Yeah. If you're truly looking for some level of unity here, yeah. you don't do that. And then you have some people on MSNBC who, before the story blew up in everyone's in, in the left's face, who were, like, angry that some people were questioning the validity of the story. Oh, There's yeah. a reason why. Oh, yeah. Because how many news stories have there – quote-unquote news stories have there been that have been totally – been been dis- been disproven. That's why I didn't believe it from the start. Exactly. Because every single time we've had a news story, yes, it's turned ninety nine percent of the time turned yeah. out to be fake. Folks, this is not this shit doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. We have moved beyond Reconstruction era. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, this do you is remember, ridiculous. Do you remember just? I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah. They found a noose in a park. Oh yeah, it was. Ex- it was construction. Yep. And then there was like ex- exercise equipment. Yeah. Come and, on. Uh, yes. uh, what's it called? Ca- Ka- uh, our own Katie Pavlich was uh, subjected to uh, a noose A incident. fake noose story, yeah. yeah. She, she spoke at a – remember, uh, the University of Delaware has like a firearm and gun club. Mm-hmm. And she spoke to them. And then someone was like, just the day after Katie comes to campus, there's nooses. No, it was basically the remnants of a paper lantern mm-hmm. from a festival previously. And they, they, they had just gotten a little far behind in cleaning all that shit up. So I mean, it doesn't happen. I'm, the I'm over done. The overarching thing here is – We've reached a point in our society where cancel culture is so prevalent and that people are so oversensitive to the littlest thing and they overreact. Oh, yeah. Total overreaction immediately. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. And the cancel culture continues to ravage basically the entire country. Yeah. We have now uh, Michael Kornberg – now the former chair of the University of British Columbia, so this isn't in the United oh, States, but no. elsewhere, the British Columbia's Board of Governors has resigned following outrage from a student group that was horrified and appalled to learn that Michael had liked several tweets by President Trump and RNC Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel and a few other Republicans. Oh, oh my, my God. God. How could you oh, have a terrible. differing view Right? Yeah. Isn't that supposed to be the whole point yep. of free speech is that you yeah. can have a different view? But nope. Yep. You can't support President Trump no, at all. No, you can't. But, and, yeah, I mean, listen, that's Canada for you folks. They don't have a codified First Amendment, by the way. That's true. So, now, be proud to be an American. <laughs> this 
also brings up the other point that I've been thinking a lot about the past few days is and and President Trump has said this a few times and I think he's 100% right that the silent majority is stronger than ever before. Yeah. And the reason that they have to be silent and you know not be able to outwardly support President Trump, not tell their friends they're a President Trump supporter, you know, not go on social media, not even answer polls in the affirmative that they support President Trump yeah. is because they have been bullied and intimidated by the left, had their livelihoods threatened and have, you know, under the threat of being a social pariah, if you even come close to supporting President Trump, that they won't say it. Yeah. But when they go into that voting booth in November, they will be saying it. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to set up another big shock election. Everyone's going to be so surprised when President Trump wins again mm -hmm. because they truly think in their you know, totally jaded minds that nearly everyone is on their side. Yeah. And that it's only a small you know, minority of Republicans that oppose this whole Black Lives Matter and cancel culture movement. And it's not. Mm -hmm. So I think they're in for a rude awakening there. Let's hope. I mean, the people are tired of this shit. Yeah. People are tired of the outrage mob and cancel culture. They just want to live their lives. The, there's a reason that free speech is the First Amendment. Yeah. It's the most important cornerstone of our country. Yeah. And you now have uh, in Duluth, Minnesota, the mayor is pushing to get rid of terms that are considered offensive to indigenous people from government job titles. Speech codes. We got speech codes here. This includes removing the word chief from government job titles. So police chief yep. is not allowed anymore. Yep. The chief administrative officer and chief financial officer and chief executive officer, those are all racist now. You know? Oh, okay. It's, I mean, like what more? They come after Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt's statue yeah. to be removed from Natural History Museum in New York. So the late Robin Williams was a total racist for portraying him in Night at the Museum. Apparently. They say the statue symbolizes systemic racism. You know, I'm what so tired of hearing— What the fuck does that even mean? I'm so tired of hearing that term. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. So tired yeah. of it. Because, you know, their response to systemic racism— is just the opposite side of systemic racism, yeah. right? Well, they say, oh, well, we should bring back affirmative action. Yeah. You know, all white people are evil. Yeah. They literally think that well, they, want, they literally they, think yeah. that non-white people can't be racist. Well, they want neo-apartheid. Do you see what they want? Like black, you know, black only yeah. spaces, yeah. Color, people of color only spaces. So their their answer to systemic racism is to have their own brand of systemic racism. <laughs> oh, did you see? Did you see a county in Oregon says that masks are mandatory? But not for people of color. Oh, so it's a uh, so we have mask racism now. Yeah, they're they're reversing whites only. It's just it's just unbelievable. <laughs> it's, That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, also they fucked food. Yeah, they're bon appetit, which is recovering from a recent brownface uh, uh, scandal that mm -hmm. that uh, that the editor in chief had to leave because of that. They're gonna vet recipes mm -hmm. to make sure that people of color or its origins aren't like diluted or some shit. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just one thing after another. You want to cook Asian food? Cook Asian food how you like. It's just one thing <laughs> after another. And you now have Brett Favre, who I used to like, now actually comparing Colin Kaepernick to Pat Tillman. I know. I think uh, I'm going to give Brett a little bit of a break because I think he's. I think the concussions are starting to impair judgment. Yeah. 
I think it looks Honestly. like he took a few too many yeah. hits to the head. Yeah. Because and he admits it. He admitted it. So you know what? Let's. That's that, just, that, that, that's bullshit. Of that's all horrible. the of all the takes that I've heard yeah, about all this racism shit, that might be the most retarded one of all of them. Yeah, exactly. It's just unbelievable. Otherwise, doing it. And Ka- Kaepernick is not that good. And also, let's not forget that he turned down his own fifth year option. Yeah. So yep. right. I mean, did, did I get yeah. that right? Okay. So. You know what? No, he, you reap what you sow, Colin. It's all one big publicity stunt, just like the NASCAR thing. Yeah. It's always about the publicity stunt and yeah. overreacting and overreaching yeah. to see just how far they could go yeah. before there's a backlash. And the NFL, and that's why it's yeah. time to stand up and fight. And the NFL reached out to Kaepernick. Remember that? Yeah. Let's do a workout. Let's see what you have. And then he didn't want to do what the NFL the NFL sanctioned uh, the arena or the fuck. He went some other field on his own. It was ridiculous. So yeah. you know what? The guy, whatever. And he, he, was, he, he, he settled the lawsuit with them. He got millions of dollars. He's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, he will. Remember? That's he, ridiculous. He, he settled. Yeah. He settled. Course, yeah. He got like, what, like $12 million or something? Yep. Yep. So. Um, let's talk about election news here. Oh, oh, oh. before we move into election yeah, news, yeah, I just yeah. want to say that John Bolton is a disloyal scumbag. Oh, He's yeah. shit. Yeah. I think everybody knows that yeah. now. We don't need to talk about yeah. his book and the alleged bullshit that's in yeah. it. There's oh. a reason he put it into a book yep. and didn't didn't uh, yeah. testify under oath. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, and also he endangered national security. Oh, I yeah. Think that, that's, oh, yeah. That's one thing that's glossed over in the judge's ruling on his book. He said basically that, you know, it's, the damage is done. It's out there. It's done. You can't, I can't stop the book from hitting the bookshelves. But you, sir, should have gotten approval from the White House for the go-ahead to write this fucking thing. And you endangered national security. Well, they went into the approval process. Yeah. And then and then they were like, oh, never mind. We're just going to print it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So we'll see. He may get in trouble for that. We'll he's see. He's just, again, folks, for the left, he's just mad that Trump didn't bomb Iran. Which was his pet project. Well, the and funny part you know is what? some of the most interesting passages from that book yeah. just show a total lack of self awareness. I know. Have yeah, you read some yeah, of that I've, stuff? I've, I've. Where it's yeah. like, you know, <laughs> Trump not committing to endless wars overseas, you know, was the downfall with no guiding principle. The guiding principle is America first, right? Yeah, yeah. You you don't need to have troops on the ground in every single country. Exactly. That's just not how when it Trump needs to be declared, working. and you know he's no more. En- you know the end of the endless war doctrine here. Yeah, that, that was started by the neocons. You knew that John Bolton had a had a shelf life. There well, was no way. Well, he also got fired like a dog from the Bush administration, yeah. and then had bad things to say yeah. about them. He's just totally disloyal, and that yeah. I mean, I'm surprised Trump didn't see through that when bringing him in. Yeah. Um, I mean, he does have expertise, like he. In the role in itself, yes, but he's just—it's just—it's too much. Is he, he not not a good fit for this administration? Yeah. Yep. So and honestly, that's what happens. So I'm glad he's gone. And he's a disgruntled I mean, Pompeo. Employee. Yeah, exactly. He's a disgruntled employee, and Pompeo yeah. went as far to call him treasonous. So oh, that was interesting. Oh, oh. Pompeo usually is very measured yeah, in his is. you know things. He's so I found that interesting. Wow. Um, okay, so let's talk about some election news yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. The DNC announced that it's going to be mostly virtual, mm. which, uh, you know, Biden is going to be hiding in his basement, yeah. I guess, yet again. The pot person will be happy about that. Yep. And uh, so remember when the Republican National Convention decided to move most of its events from North Carolina because Democrat Governor Roy Cooper prov- refused to provide, uh, you know, proper allowances and coronavirus guidance – Perez made it sound as though the RNC was turning their backs on North Carolinians. Yeah. So now 
It sounds like the Democrats are forgetting where Wisconsin is yet again because they were supposed to be in Milwaukee. So that's very interesting. Uh, I mean, Tom Perez is just a moron. Thank God he is the party leader for them because he's just feckless. They really have not had a good party chair since Howard Dean. I mean, yeah, yeah, Howard Dean was a screamer. He was a little out there. But Howard Dean had had an effective strategy. I know people laughed at the 50-state strategy. But you know what? It formed the basis for the 08 and and, and 2012 waves. That's true. So you know what? I mean, he – and then, you know. That was the best thing that ever happened to us was that scream because if he was the nominee – Bush might have lost. Yeah, he was. I mean, John Kerry sucked. Nobody yeah. liked John Kerry. Oh, he didn't no even one, ride yeah. a fucking bike. No, I know. No, you know, I don't like John Kerry, but that he he was on his way to that. Then he just he just went nuts. Yeah. Also, good news on the fundraising front is that the RNC is uh, raising money at a clip during these months before the election that we've never seen. Yeah. So hopefully that continues because we're going to need. They spend it wisely. Yeah, I, th- no, I think they will. Just, yeah. We need every cent. To yeah. beat these people because yeah. the Democrats are well-funded. I mean, look at this organized operation that they're running yeah. with these agitators and Antifa, yeah. the riots, the yeah. protests. It's all one big operation. Yeah, The media is totally in the yeah. bag for them. It's very clear at this point. Yeah. So, like I said, it's yeah. time to fight fire with yeah. fire and fix bayonets because yeah. these people, they want you enslaved yeah. to the government system that they want to put into place – as far as I mean, yeah. really, they're Marxists. Yeah, and right? they're going to co-opt the mob to do that. I mean, say what you mean. We have you know the, the GOP created five twenty-seven groups and you know Swift both you know, Swift veterans. Yeah, but the left decided to create a mob. Yeah, a physical mob to go after us. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can't walk around in a major U.S. city wearing a MAGA hat. Oh, you'll get assaulted. Yeah, you'll absolutely. get you'll get things thrown at you. We've seen horrible. case after case here now where groups of of black teenagers are assaulting white people simply for the color of their skin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how sad is that, yeah. right? Yeah. Martin Luther King would be ashamed. Yeah. Oh, Martin Luther King. That's was, not what he wanted. Yeah, it was not. So it's it's just like the whole thing is a, a powder keg waiting to explode. And in the wise words of Colonel Schlichter, buy guns and buy ammo because you can never go wrong doing that. No, sir. Um, down in Florida, the RNC just got a huge win in court where basically the Democrats were trying to institute ballot harvesting in Florida. And the judge, the Bill Clinton-appointed judge, ruled with us <laughs> saying that there are no merits for this. And the other thing – so I don't have this on our list here, but this came up this morning okay. – that they sent a bunch of stimulus checks to dead people, right? Yeah. So – yeah. They want to talk about that, the left. Yeah. But they say, oh, mail-in voting? Exactly. No problem. Yeah, I, I wrote about that. No actually. problem, yeah. right? Did we'll I? send ballots to dead people. Yeah. One person <laughs> in New Jersey got seven ballots to his house. <laughs> seven ballots. Was... One was correct for him. Yeah. But the other six were for previous residents. Yeah. Probably dead people. So what's to stop him from filling all those ballots out, scribbling a little signature on it, and sending it in. Yep. That's how voter fraud happens. Yes. The left which, says, I'm, which I'm saying it, it doesn't exist, Storm. The left, yeah, the left says voter fraud doesn't, doesn't exist, exist, but it exists. Oh, it does. And it's bigger than ever before. Yes. And the Democrats, through their mail-in schemes yeah. and their early voting schemes, they're only trying to expand yeah. the voter fraud that's yeah. possible. And that ballot harvesting thing, I, I'm sorry. There's no way that there was a blue wave in California that wiped out all those Republicans in, in the congressional districts. 
Well, the ballot harvesting the, did them in. Remember the the, Repu- the, the, the Korean woman, mm-hmm. uh, Young Kim. Kim. Young Kim. She totally won that race. Mm-hmm. She, I think there needs to be an investigation in that fucking race. There's well, no she's problem. running again. Yeah, good for her. And yeah, that's the kind of thing that happens, yeah. and that's what they want to institute nationwide. Yeah. You know, we're already at a point now where it's looking very likely that we may not know the results of the presidential election for a week. <laughs> I mean, we've gone from trying to make our election system better to these states making it worse. What do you think the political climate is going to be in this country if it's a closely contested election and, you know, we have weeks and weeks and weeks of not knowing who won the election? Mm -hmm. We did that in 2000, and that nearly tore the country apart, and that was before social media existed. Can you imagine? And before cable news was as polarized yeah. and political as it is yeah. now. CNN was not as nuts in 2000. I no, that. they weren't. Yeah. They actually were somewhat fair back yeah. then. That's because Ted Turner was yeah, still around. <laughs> but what do you think is going to happen? Ooh, like Mayhem. Exactly. Absolute mayhem. And if President Trump wins, this was just a dress rehearsal for yeah. the violence that we will see in this country if he wins again. Yeah. Mark my words, because yeah. Antifa will be out in force, and I hope that these police departments in these liberal cities are prepared for this because well, let me tell you it's not going to affect me we don't live in the city no but let me tell you which given, is why we don't live in the city given what we've seen from the george floyd riots they're absolutely not prepared mm-hmm. new york city was lost to the mob for, for two nights straight so we also have now that senate democrats said if they take the majority back they will nuke the legislative filibuster oh, okay that's great so, so parliamentary good. rule gotcha well you know pretty it's, much Right. The the nuking of the filibuster, well, they did it on judicial nominees, and yeah. looked how that paid off for Harry yeah, Reid, yeah. right? Yeah. We just confirmed our 200th judicial nominee to the federal bench today or yesterday. Mm-hmm. I forget yeah, what yeah, it was. No, it was, this week. It, was this, it was this week. This week. And now they want to be able to just pass through legislation with 51 votes. Oh, okay. Well. So I that is a scary proposition. Yeah, we got to keep the Senate. Got to keep the Senate. Got to keep the Senate. And that is our by firewall. Any, by any means necessary. You know, that's Senate. our firewall. Yeah. God forbid President Trump loses. I don't even want to think of that because yeah. it would be terrible well, he, for this he country. He should just stay in office then. <laughs> well, that's what they say he's going to do. Yeah. But, hey, I'm for that. <laughs> I'm for that. Use the military and stay in the office. Let me tell you. Yeah. I've been reading a lot. I mean, listen, well. during COVID, I've been, I've been rereading Starship Troopers. <laughs> and let me tell you, there's some great ideas in that book. Like, if you don't want to have 300 million ballots or 300 million people voting, I, I, I have a great solution, Storm. It's just limit voting. Yeah, military dictatorship. Yeah, basically, <laughs> veterans and Republicans. We're the only two people who can vote. Everybody else, is, and cat owners. People who own cats can't vote anymore. That'll be my. my we could go, yeah, no cats. <laughs> no cats. No cats. You want a cat? We you could can't go vote. back to landowners voting. That'd be interesting. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know if you could say that anymore. You know, uh, but, uh, I owner- used I used a phrase earlier referring to like. Uh, getting someone to work harder, and I was like, yeah. crack the whip. I'm like, hmm, can you say that can anymore? Say that? Well, they're, they're <laughs> fucking renaming Splash Mountain to I know. non-racially insensitive log mm-hmm. flume ride or something. I don't know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, during a rally in, in Phoenix on Tuesday, speaking to uh, Turning Point USA Action, uh, President Donald Trump warned about the dangers of electing members of the radical left to office, especially when it comes to law and order. And he is absolutely right when he says the left has one goal, 
that's shown through all of this, through the protests, the riots, the media coverage, coronavirus lockdowns, masks, government edicts. Their one goal is to obtain absolute power. Let's yeah. listen to that clip. But the radical left, they hate our history, they hate our values, and they hate everything we prize as Americans, and we're right. Because our country didn't grow great with them. It grew great with you and your thought process and your ideology. The left-wing mob is trying to demolish our heritage so they can replace it with a new repressive regime that they alone control. They're tearing down statues, desecrating monuments, and purging dissenters. It's not the behavior of a peaceful political movement. It's the behavior of totalitarians and tyrants and people that don't love our country. They don't love our country. The left is not trying to promote justice or equality or lift up the downtrodden. They have one goal, the pursuit of their own political power for whatever reason, but that's their goal. That really seems to be their goal. Their goal or their sickness. And if you give power to people that demolish monuments and attack churches and seize city streets and set fire to buildings, then nothing is sacred and no one is safe. It's the truth. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is the truth. And he also reminded young Americans, which, by the way, it was great to see so many young Americans in that room supporting President Trump. And, you know, young Americans may not be outward with their support of President Trump. I know many of uh, my friends who are Trump supporters will only tell me behind the scenes and not be outwardly publicly supporting because they would be totally removed from their friend groups is what we're at right now. Um, but <laughs> oh my God. it's, I mean, that's the truth. Yeah, it's the sad, it's the yeah, sad truth. They, they can't, they can't, it's they can't absolutely take it. the sad truth. You can't you know, take I've, it. I've lost plenty of friends for being conservative, and what I say is, fuck them. If they don't yeah. want to be your friend, well, then, friend then don't be friends. Yeah, not, you not know, friends that's that's what it is. You don't sacrifice yeah. your beliefs to just be, you know, popular with people because yeah. that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to intimidate people to change their views so that they can maybe have a few friends. Better be feared and, than loved. Yeah, and he he reminded young Americans at this rally that voters have a choice between two futures. One based on the left's vision of unity and discord or the right's vision of equal opportunity and equal justice. Yeah. And Trump said that Americans should look to Seattle as an example of what would take place across the country if Democrats win in November. Roll that clip. This is a choice of two futures. The left's vision of disunity and discord or our vision of equal opportunity and equal justice. Every American should take a long look at the bedlam in Seattle, because that's exactly what will come to every city near you, every suburb and community in America, if the radical left Democrats are put in charge. He makes a good case. Yeah. Certainly makes a good case, yeah. because let me tell you something. These liberal cities are spiraling out of control. You have rapidly rising crime. You have police forces that don't have the backing of their local leaders. They're scared to do anything. They're scared for their lives. They're scared for their jobs. They're scared for their families. That is no way to have police forces operate. And there's going to be mass resignations. Police forces are going to have issue with personnel numbers in major cities. 
And that's what's coming. And, you know, I was reading something the other day. Someone wrote about how our generation is very coddled in the fact that we haven't seen the total, like, detestable situations that our cities were in through the 80s and 90s in the crime waves. Yes. And that's what's coming. Yeah. So all these rich white liberals and their white guilt and, you know— their, their sheltered lives that they've lived because of these police forces protecting their communities yep. from the total human – or not even human – total animal scum that's out there, they're going to get a taste of it. Yeah. But the other thing is half these people that go into these cities to protest live in the suburbs. Oh, no. So they go in. Yeah. They riot. They destroy things. They, go they yell at the cops. Yeah. Then they go back to their but safe listen. white neighborhoods with barely a black yeah. person in them. Oh, yeah. And if they saw a black person walking down the street, they'd call the cops. I agreed. Agreed. And let me tell you, they'll 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 find these people if, if they do bad shit. There's a woman who set fire to a police car. The FBI tracked her down by using <laughs> the shirt she wore. You see mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Etsy, and they cut. It's the customized shirt. They tracked her down and arrested her. They yeah. will find you. They well, will find you, and they should find you. Yeah. You also, and we didn't get to talk about this real yeah, quickly. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about this. Yeah, so yeah, sure, yeah, the great. Richard Brooks case in Atlanta. Yeah. You know his girlfriend burned down the Wendy's. Really? Yeah, they arrested her. Oh. Yep. She okay. was the one who set fire to the Wendy's and burned it down. Well. And they've had incredible amounts of violence down there in Atlanta and in in all major cities. So, yeah. you know, you're. I think you're going to see. Luckily, it was contained in just Atlanta. There wasn't like a second wave of yeah. nationwide George Floyd rioting. You know but I do think still. that you're going to see a massive flight from all of these cities. Because yeah. people don't anymore want to raise their kids there. No. They don't want to deal with the violence. No. The threats against them constantly. Yeah. The crowding. Yeah. And coronavirus contributed to that too. Yeah. Before even all these race riots happened, yeah. people were thinking of leaving cities in mass because of coronavirus. Yeah. They realized that living on top of people constantly, yeah. not exactly yeah. desirable. And this goes back down to, to, to the colonial era. People used to leave yep. cities like when yellow fever season struck and whatnot. But yeah, also – to your point about security, if I was a Seattle resident, mm-hmm. why the fuck would I stay if the mayor is going to allow a mob to take over like half the city? Yeah. Exactly. You know, leave. Just leave. Yeah. And the only thing I will say is that hopefully these people, when they come to the suburbs, don't bring their shitty liberal politics with them. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's what happens. That should be it. People who live in cities can't vote anymore. <laughs> I like that. I like that idea. Well, you would know, you like to know more? If you took the cities out of voting in New Jersey, it would be Republican all the time. All right. So <laughs> that just tells you how bad there it is. There you go. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up today's show. We yeah. will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. Of course, uh, feel free to email us, triggered at townhall.com. Thank you to everyone who reached out to me to give condolences yes. for the loss of my grandma. I appreciate yeah. it. In fact, uh, and if you don't mind, we had a, a lengthy email from Stephanie. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. She, uh, she, she was saying, uh, first of all, she's very sorry for your law storm. She's mm-hmm. praying for you. And she says that our podcast is fantastic. It makes her long drive to work bearable. And her entire family is not only pro-Trump, but pro-triggered podcast. Pro-triggered. Pro-triggered. My people. So thank you, Stephanie, for listening. Those um, are our people. Yeah. We love them. I mean, yeah, we love you those know, five-star reviews. You know, the patriots like us need to band together because you're going to have a total assault on American way of life. You see it already. They're going after the national anthem now. Yeah, they're they're toppling statues of Francis Scott Key, yeah. one of the greatest Americans we've ever had. Yeah. But, you know, God forbid yeah. you oppose Black Lives Matter. Yeah. 
There's I no mean, room for nuance with these people. I mean, like, first of all, like owning slaves in or before after the before the Thirteenth Amendment, that was like kind of you know slavery was around. Yeah. I'm, I mean, not to excuse it, but like, yeah, we have the fact that it's not around. Dear liberal, is a good sign. Mm-hmm. We have moved on. We have evolved. We knew it was wrong. We abolish it. It's codified in law. Yeah. Like stop it. <laughs> oh, they got rid of John C. Calhoun in Charleston. Yeah. You see that in South Carolina? I mean, it's never going to stop until Vice we President. fight back. We have to fight back. Yeah. And, and that's the, the parting message for today. Yes. We'll see you guys uh, next week, and hopefully you have a good weekend. Yeah. Later.